0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Stop Existing Show. In case this is your first time here, my name is Aidan. I'm a high-ticket coach uh, helping you grow your coaching business. Again, we're going really, really simple today in this episode, talking about how to follow up without being spammy. Because you know, most coaches don't follow up or they only follow up once or twice and it's kind of half-assed done it's not very it's not done very well so in this particular episode we're going to crush some mindsets around this and also give you a bulletproof plan on how to actually action this stuff because there's nothing worse than wasting 20 minutes listening to a podcast and then thinking cool i don't know how to do anything with that but before we get into today's episode if you haven't already come over and connect with me on Instagram. Just whack open your Instagram app and search for app bizcoach uh, Drop me a cheeky follow. And if you're feeling really adventurous, screenshot this episode and share it onto your stories. Make sure to tag me and I'll be able to reshare it and we can grow our Instagrams like that. And also, it's a really good thing for your clients or your prospects on Instagram to know that you are constantly learning, growing and developing yourself because that goes an awful long way, because at the end of the day, why should they hire you as a coach if you don't even have a coach? So use me as an excuse to get more clients. Screenshot this episode, whack it up on your stories, and then continue on with the episode, or have it playing in the background if you're that snazzy. So uh, following up, you know, it's a really big sticking point for an awful lot of people. A lot of people don't do it because they don't want to be annoying or Pestery or spammy, and and all of those kind of weird things. And the main reason that I see that this comes around um, an awful lot is because we've had that done to us before, right? We've signed up for webinars or workshops, or we've opted in for lead magnets. We know that we're going to get promotional emails, but we get. spammed with emails and if we've had to put our mobile number in as well, we're getting spammed with text messages. Fun fact, I've been getting hit with SMS messages from a couple of different people who I've opted in for their stuff for, but I can't reply. Literally there's some technological error which means I can't reply. So I'm constantly getting these SMS messages that I don't really want. Um so there's something to be very very mindful of in in follow up. But again, you've probably had the same experience whether that's emails phone calls, text messages, whatever the case may be, DM messages, because that's quite a big thing as well nowadays. And we don't want to come across as spammy. We want to be nice coaches who really help and serve people. Let me just put a pin in that whole belief system right now and say that if you are not following up with prospects, you are literally wasting your time and you're also doing more damage than good. Right? At the end of the day, we've got to look back and, and realize why are we actually following up with these prospects? Well we're following up with these prospects to, yes, get them to buy our program, buy our course, to buy this ebook, download this ebook or, or enroll in our coaching program or whatever the call to action might be. We're doing that yes, to get some form of personal gain or business gain here, but we're also doing it because we're serving. Right. The the whole point in somebody joining our program is not to just take their money and run. It's to actually help them get an incredibly clear result that they're actually looking for. And so by us not following up and actually not chasing the cha not chasing, but chasing, I'll use chasing for the word here, by not chasing them up and having them actually make a decision whether they're sort of in or they're out, it's actually putting that decision and that ability for you to serve them further and further down the line, right? It's actually pushing your opportunity to help people further along. So your simple belief system right now saying, oh, I don't want to follow up because that's a spammy, it makes me feel weird, is actually doing more damage to your clients than just asking to make a decision right and that's all that good follow-up actually does it doesn't pester people to join your program it simply gets them to make a decision whether they are in or out simple as that they can come back later if they're if they're out for now but that's all your follow-up should be doing so how do we actually do this in some non-spammy ways how do we we can't surely we can't just message them every day but hey do you want to buy my thing yet hey do you want to come and join us inside the thing yet Of course not. That's the direct route to being spammy. And here's why it's all coming from the exact same angle. Do you want to buy my thing? Do you want to buy my thing? Versions of do you want to buy my thing? Here's where you pay. And that's why it feels spammy. So number one, the first major result that we can actually flip onto our follow up to significantly improve it is to start using different angles. Start talking and using different types of messaging in our follow up process It right? is not harmful to actually share a case study, for example, and say, hey, look, this is what one of my ex clients did or somebody I worked with. This is what they did. This is what we implemented for them. This is what the results were. Just being open and saying, hey, did you have any questions? sending an extra video that explains the full blueprint of your program doing things like this is also incredibly useful to actually lead with that value and not say the same thing not do you want to buy my thing do you want to buy my thing do you want to buy my thing it's actually proving that a your thing is credible you are credible you're actually there to serve you're actually there to be valuable right and by doing that we're eradicating this whole belief system around, oh, you're going to do spammy follow up because you're not. Right? You're not. You're not just saying, buy my thing, buy my thing, buy my thing. You're saying different things in different ways, using different messaging, right? So here's one other thing that we can start doing, that, which if you're not already doing, this will just be a game changer for your entire business, not just your sales and your follow up, et cetera, et cetera. But it's to use different mediums. And What do we mean by mediums? Well, it's quite simply a a mode of communication. For example, email is one medium. Direct messaging, DMs on Instagram is another form or another medium. Picking up the phone and giving them a ring is also another medium, right? All of these are different mediums that we can leverage and we can tap into during our follow-up, right? And what I found is that the most effective types of follow-up leverage those three that I mentioned, emails direct messages and phone calls where possible. Even just the first two are going to be a game changer for you because it's so streamlined. It feels effortless. If you're only following up by email, for example, and that's the only way that you're following up, it's very easy for your prospects to just not open your emails, to just delete your emails or to just open them but not do anything with them. There's no communication there. So being able to check in and have just... Genuine conversation through DMs is also a really great opportunity because we're building that relationship and we're also not showing that we're all about the sales, right? We're all about closing a deal. Um, Like it doesn't have to be as simple or as boring, I'm going to say boring, as opening up the email, sending them an email to say, hey, do you want to buy my thing yet? And then dropping them a message to say, hey, do you want to buy my thing yet? And then a couple of hours later, because you haven't had a reply You pick up the phone and call them and say, hey, do you want to buy my thing yet? Like that is the fastest way to piss people off. We're not going to do that. We're going to use these different mediums and we can use these different mediums for different things. right? An email is kind of like a gentle nudge in the right direction when you look at it. It's like a, hey, just uh, wanted to let you know, here's a a piece of information. Here's a, a piece of value. Here's some opportunity about my program XYZ. Would love to know your thoughts. Where are you at? It's just a gentle check-in. Phone calls, they're very, very direct. If you're phoning a prospect, it's a very, very direct conversation there. You don't just phone up a prospect just to have a casual chinwag. You, they haven't got time for it and it kind of feels weird. You're picking up the phone for a purpose, for a reason. So actually using that phone call is really great as a firm nudge to just be, hey, the program's closing in a couple of days. Hey, I've got two spots remaining um, and if you're evergreen then you can leverage some other form of urgency but actually being able to pick up the phone then and make that uh, that commitment towards a firmer nudge of hey are you in or are you out you're more likely to get an actual response if, if they pick up the phone which is great now when it comes down to direct messages well you can again if you're unless you're dm closing which for most of my clients and most of the people that i work with we don't dm close but you can if you are then that's great Usually, if you're not DM closing, then you can use the DMs just to keep up relationships, just to continue engaging with their content, to continue sharing value or having whatever conversations you were having beforehand. And occasionally, if they're just not replying to your phone calls or to your emails, they still haven't made a decision, well, that's when you can jump in in the DMs and just say, hey, have you you made a decision? And go from there. But what we're doing, and this is where the magic starts to happen, we're using different mediums for different angles of follow-up, right? This is where the real, real magic happens. When you're following up with different things, different messages and different um, opportunities and different angles with those different mediums in play, two or three different mediums in play, you're surrounding your prospect ethically, ethically, (laughs) you're surrounding your prospect there and actually absorbing them into your world, which is helping to speed up the decision of a yes or a no. Shows you care at the end of the day. You genuinely care about getting them a result. And if that's an angle in your follow up, you're great. Right? So, there, there, there's just some uh, ideas. Again, I, I wanted to try and kind of throw these ideas to you and let you run with them. If you'd like help implementing any of this stuff uh, in terms of getting my tools, my templates, this literally the stuff that I use in my businesses, drop me a message over on Instagram at bizcoachadon and I can talk you through some stuff. But The important thing here and the the important mindsets that we're talking about here is that if you're worried about following up because it feels spammy, it's probably because you're thinking of following up in a spammy way. Let's ditch that. Talk about your program in different angles. And look, two case studies can mean very different things, right? You can do a case study from somebody who is uh, had tremendous results talking about one specific element of your program and how that changed their business. Maybe you could talk about another case study who implemented something slightly different and has had massive wins in their personal life. That's two very different angles that you could talk about when it comes to following up your prospects. Instead of having to go one at a time with absolutely everybody saying, hey, this person did this thing. Do you want to buy my thing yet? Hey, this person did this thing. Do you want to buy my thing yet? We can talk about different elements and different components of what it is that you're helping. The final thing on this that I will say is that you need to know when to stop following up, right? It's easy for us to sit here and say, oh, we can follow up, follow up, follow up, follow up. But there's going to be a time where we can just call that completely quits. We don't need to keep following up. And that's either going to be one or two situations. One, they've made a decision. They've either jumped, bought your program or they've said, no, not right now. In those positions, you don't need to follow up anymore because the follow up has done its job got the decision in your mind and in their mind too. The second option is when a certain predetermined amount of time elapses. For me, that's 14 days. And with any form of sales interaction that I have with people, uh, for example, on sales calls in particular, I'll give people 14 days to make a decision. That's usually enough time to have the conversations they need to, juggle their finances if needed, have a little think about whether it's really the right option and whether I'm really the best fit for them. They get to make all these decisions over the course of 14 days. And then after that, I'll call it quits. I'll stop following up uh, about this particular program or this particular offer or whatever the case may be. They can go on their merry way or stay in my world, stay engaging and keeping up that good relationships because now just isn't the right time for them. And that's something I highly recommend that you guys do as well, actually have this predetermined follow up and let the client know because it adds a level of time urgency that unless your your program is closing or you've only got two spots left or whatever the case may be, unless you've got a a legitimate deadline in place, this is really nice to actually help people make that decision uh, if they need extra thinking time on a call or after a call or after hearing about your program. Etc., etc. So there you go. Um, if you want help actioning any of this, uh, reach out, drop me a message on Instagram at BizCoachAid and come and have a conversation with me about this because I really want to know what did you like about this episode? What didn't you like about this episode? W- where can I improve this podcast? Again, this is like early doors of this podcast and I want to make this one of the most valuable resources for coaches looking to raise their rates, grow their business, and actually achieve more and live out the dream that they're actually after. That's a personal mission of mine, and I want this podcast to be useful to you. So if you have any thoughts, recommendations, ideas, reach out on Instagram, drop me a message. I cannot wait to hear from you. Uh, Best of luck, and go and get following up. You deserve it.